Hey guys, what's up? This is the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast, where we talk about shortcuts, secrets, and truths we wish we knew 20 years ago about being disabled. Together, let's take over your disability with a winning mindset and learn to live life the way you want. Hey everybody, welcome to Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast. I'm Isaac. And I'm Joshua. And today we were thinking about talking about dating. Josh, will you date me? Uh, you know, you gotta buy me dinner and a drink first. Well, I'm actually married, so that was a trick question and you failed. Hmm. Um, but it's just that easy. So everybody, that's how you ask someone out. You know, that's right. Dating, dating is easy when you're in a wheelchair, right? That's right. That's right. All you gotta do is roll up on them, run over their foot if you're in a wheelchair, apologize, be polite, say, oh, I didn't see you there, and then boom, you're in. There's never been All an right. easier opener. Well, this was a short and sweet podcast. There you go. <laughs> no, actually, um, dating, I don't know about you, but dating for me, it, was, um, it wasn't it was difficult, but it was something that I had to put a lot of thought into. True, uh, true. And, and I just figured today we could talk about some of these things that we can, there's steps that we can take to make sure that the dating process, if you are disabled, can be a little bit more smooth and a little more natural feeling yeah yeah i agree um and it's definitely a different process i think uh something you have to get used to and uh, first off understand yourself first because you need to understand your limitations right right and and i think the first part of it is kind of um understanding that if you go on a date with you know probably wherever you go and greatly depending on your severity of disability, uh, someone's probably going to have to go with you, right? Right. Yeah. The, uh, the infamous third wheel <laughs> as they, as they call it. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, whenever, whenever you put yourself in the mindset of dating and understanding your limitations on what you, what, what you can and cannot do, kind of having someone that goes along with you just becomes natural and it's natural when you're out going to the mall or you're going shopping or uh just having fun in general but whenever that person needs to be there whenever it's at a more intimate moment like dating or a situation i'll say an intimate situation like dating mm-hmm. uh you you really have to understand that uh you know this is going to be a little bit awkward at first and it but if you if you push through and if the person that you're with that you've asked out to go on a date or if they asked you to go out with a date um if they if they push through as well you'll find that the next time it might be a little bit easier and even potentially they might not even have to go the next time the person that the person that you're dating could take over that role uh and and then it could just be the two of you yeah, and it's it's not necessarily even a bad thing that um, you know you you could need help, right? So um, I think you know you need help doing opening doors, okay? Whatever, that's that's easy, and it's it's probably better for like the second date or whatever if someone doesn't go with you. You know, you start off with small steps. You start off asking, you know, for small things first. So that way somebody can get used to 
the differences of being with someone that they potentially will have to take care of, right? Right. Well, I know something for me, and I, I kind of get stuck in a rut, if if I can call it that. Whenever I was dating uh, my wife, who you know now now is my wife, whenever I was at my house, uh, I had to. I was living with my parents, and whenever she would come over to to hang out, I would never ask her to do anything. Mm-hmm. If if I needed a drink or I needed my leg crossed over. Or something, right. I would go find someone else to ask. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it was embarrassment, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what it was. But I I always went to another option. And whenever you're dealing with this situation, if you can get over that hurdle faster, then you can be able to uh, go out with someone and just be the two of you. And I know that that was very difficult for me to do. And now even still. Uh, I work, you know, when I'm at, at at work, I I tend to not ask people for things. I'll just do without on on certain things because I don't I don't I don't like asking people for help. Yeah. Uh, if I if I had somebody there with me, it would be easier. So it can be more comfortable if someone does go along with you for that first date. So that way you can just go ahead and ask the person that's with you, and you don't have to deal with that uncomfortableness. And then through the night, maybe ask the person that you are dating, hey, would you mind doing that? Just to kind of loosen things up and break the ice. True. Yeah. I don't know um, if you're familiar with, like, I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's something like the law of compliance, right? So I think that this is a huge deal for people that are disabled to understand. Um, You know, when you start asking people for things, which you're going to have to do, it's better to start asking for small things. And the more you build up on those small things to to the bigger things, the easier and more comfortable it is for whoever it is you're asking to say yes, right? So so it's kind of, it's, it's in a way easing into things, which you pretty much have to do anytime you're dating. You know, you have, right. you have to take it slow. And the the th- you probably have to be more conscious whenever you're disabled and dating because you have to realize you have to like think for both of you and and uh, I know I'm not, I'm not real sure if I was good at that whenever I started dating my girlfriend and I'm probably not that good at it right now <laughs> but but there are definitely some times when uh, you know you have to be able to read their body language and see and kind of gauge their comfort zone and you know what i'll be honest sometimes you just have to do without you know right and and i mean you got to be okay with that because it's it's asking a lot sometimes especially i remember yeah i'm I'm sorry i was gonna say i remember one time i was uh i was hanging out with my with my at the time girlfriend you know but my wife yeah and it was it was me and her two sisters and we were uh, at the mall and i was needing to get into the car i have a, a wheelchair that folds up mm-hmm. and i was needing to get into the car and none of the three of them could lift me <laughs> even though I, I at the time i only weighed like 100 pounds yeah. but they were super super embarrassed for whatever reason or not embarrassed but they couldn't uh 
they just they didn't want to drop me they were afraid of hurting me yeah well a a a friend of theirs walked by and they were like hey can you can you lift isaac into the car and she was like no no i don't want to do that i'm I'm uncomfortable with that (laughs) you know and so so and that was one of those things you know it's like i should have paid attention you know even to that Mm -hmm. that you know i shouldn't be out if these people can't lift me to begin with Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i don't even know how i i i think i went with someone else and they decided we met up and then went somewhere but you know like like what you talked about that's something that we need to be conscious of and and i think going along with that are you comfortable being you in public Mm -hmm. uh i i I have to get lifted all the time whenever my, I can drive, but when I'm not driving, if I'm in someone else's car, I have to be lifted in and out in public. You know, my, my, my pants fall down all the time. Uh, I have all kinds of hilarious stories about, you know, being (laughs) de-pantsed in public, but, but I'm comfortable with that. That's, it's who I am. And it's not something that is going to keep me away, but it's also uncomfortable sometimes when i'm out in public and i have to eat i don't like eating in public mm-hmm. because i i feel uncomfortable i feel like everybody's watching me and i and that's something that even still i'm i'm getting over uh it, even more so now that i work because you know i don't like going you know, eight hours without eating so so i and, and i do eat in public but there's always that consciousness in the back of my mind of you know, is it, is anybody looking, are people watching, but you just have to get to the point where you say, oh, well, let them watch. And if, if you're out on a date with someone, don't let that be a factor. Don't let that be a problem. Don't let, don't let being with someone be a hurdle for you and, and be comfortable, be who you are. And that's when they're going to notice is if you're, if you're calling attention to it, that's when it's going to become uncomfortable. If you just go and be yourself, it's going to be natural. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, like, okay, so so you're uncomfortable eating in public, right? And and maybe that discomfort means that you eat, like, differently in front of your date or something. I mean, like, right. what are you going to do, change in the future? Like, you have to, I mean, you have to have that mindset where it's like, you know, um, this is just how it is, you know. There's there's certain things that are like unchangeable, and right. and I think I I think being upfront with your date is something yeah, that yeah is very important. Yeah, you have to be upfront. I mean, the weirdest thing for me when I was uh, dating was like telling you know whoever I was talking to that I lived with my parents because I was like beyond. I felt like I was beyond the age where. I, I should be doing that and it was always like kind of like weird to bring that up. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think people care. Uh, you know, once they understand, let me preface that. You know, once they understand, I don't think people care and they have like a capability for understanding a lot better than we think they do, I guess, especially if you're a guy. And and so being up front is, is like the best policy because there's nothing you can do about it. You can't fake it. And 
you're just gonna they're gonna have to realize it soon and if there's someone that that cares about it or um you know something small like that is a big deal to them then it's probably not gonna work out anyway you know what i mean well that's very true you you have to be conscious of of like you said the the telltale signs if if someone is eager and willing to help you that's something that you want to look for in a person not because Mm -hmm. you have to have them take care of you but that willingness is what's going to that's what's going to last that's what's going to those are the the signs from being disabled you know is is this person okay with helping me does it make them of course it's going to be weird and awkward and uncomfortable in the beginning but as time goes on if if this is something that is a big obstacle for them well you know maybe maybe them dating someone who's disabled isn't going to isn't going to work out for them and and being up front with with them from the beginning it's like hey you know i'm i'm this way this is this is how it is uh sometimes it's fun sometimes it's awkward uh you know i i hope you're i hope you're on board with that and and people will most people will tell you and even if they even if they lie to you you're gonna find out real quick you know (laughs) yeah yeah it's not something that they can fake for very long for sure right and and speaking of being up front, Isaac, uh, will you be up front with them about the premium podcast we have coming up? Absolutely. If you guys want to hear more stories and extra content from Man vs. Wheelchair, you can go to the website right now and put in your email, and you'll be the first to know when we launch our premium podcast. Uh, not to mention you'll get access to emails that we send out covering extra topics that we don't talk about in our blog posts. So make sure you guys go over there and head up and uh, and do all that. Yep, we'll see you guys in the club, and we'll see you next episode. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to the Man vs. Wheelchair podcast. If you guys got this far, that's amazing, and I hope you got some value, and I want you to do one more thing for me. Go to manvswheelchair.com and sign up to join the club. That's where we're going to give you exclusive content and more tips on how to level up in life. So go do that right now. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit that follow button.